Coming up, why chief marketing officers never last. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 87. So we're just going to be talking about the chief marketing officer uh, and that has been inspired and triggered somewhat by us reading uh, a, a new piece of research published by the Harvard Business Review. That's right, we're going to explore the changing role of the chief marketing officer. Yeah, and finally we'll just look at some implications for media, so what that means for the media industry. All coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So, Chief Marketing Officer, yes. uh, so we're talking about that. We read this week a fascinating piece of research published by the Harvard Business Review, yeah. uh, looking at the CMOs and the role of CMO and how it's changing. Their, their research is called Why CMOs Never Last. Um, and we've, we've been through it, I think there were three really interesting things that we just wanted to call out. The first is an amazing statement, actually, uh, from their survey which says that 80% of CEOs don't trust or are unimpressed with their CMO. That's astonishing. And that compares and contrasts with only 10% of CEOs who feel the same way about their CFO. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can start to see mm -hmm. some of the pressure and the scrutiny that a CMO is under when your CEO, in 80% of the time, yeah. doesn't really trust you. Yeah. It also identified, actually, that uh, of the, kind of the C-suite, the CMO, uh, on average, has the lowest tenure. Exactly, yeah, so it's a big change, which you'd find, not surprisingly, uh, perhaps in that kind of dynamic, mm. then there's a big chance. So that was interesting. But the second thing that the, the, the Harvard Business Review provided was that they segmented different types of CMOs, which is really interesting, something that we've been thinking, is that there's like different, depending on different types of business, uh, different types of CMO. Uh, with different skill sets. And then the third, I think, really interesting thing is that they provide a framework. Yeah. So if you're a CEO and maybe you're about to fire your CMO or you're going to look for a new one, um, it kind of helps you understand which type of CMO might be most appropriate for a different type of business and different yeah. situation. And if you're a CMO, you might be able to identify yourself as one of... Whether you're in the right business right, or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll link to the, to, to, the, uh, to the paper. You should definitely read it. It's really interesting. Um, there's been a lot of scrutiny about over the CMO That's role, right. hasn't there, this That's year? Right. Well, I mean, and the, the latest kind of big brand to start re-looking at the CMO role is Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. The Coca-Cola company. So very recently, their global CMO who'd been in the company for 35 years retired. Yeah. And instead of replacing him with another marketeer, yeah. they replaced him with somebody whose role was going to be the chief growth officer. Yeah. Uh, and this person's role is about accelerating growth as opposed to perhaps being strategic guardian of the brand. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, and that followed on from a number of other high-profile brands, Colgate-Palmolive, Coty, yeah. uh, Mondelez, yeah. again, have, have begun to define the, the leading marketeer mm. as a chief growth officer, yeah. whose, whose role is to accelerate opportunities for growth, yeah. for growing that business. And what, what's, what's driving that? Because, you, I mean, you worked at Coca-Cola, mm. so... Well, it's, I mean, the Coke thing's really interesting because it's, it's two different businesses. You've got yeah. the Coca-Cola company, which is responsible for protecting the brand and, and, and uh, nurturing the brand. And then it's an army of marketeers. Yes, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And, then, and then you've got the bottling company, whose yeah. business is to drive volume, right? And normally, the Coca-Cola company was responsible for brand marketing, and yeah. the bottling operation was responsible for kind of sales. 
Now what they're saying is actually the person that's responsible for growth sits within the Coca-Cola company. I mean, yeah. that's fascinating. And, and often we've seen this with other businesses and all of those ones that you just mentioned, mm. all in the FMCG category. Right. It seems to be a lot of FMCG businesses that have been putting that kind of role in place. And maybe it's because, in the case of Coke, is that the, the marketing and the sales side of the business are quite often yeah. very distinct, almost very distinct companies within companies. I mean, very different cultures, different organizations. And you need that high level bridge yeah. executive to have oversight of, of both to bring these things together now. I think yeah. as, the, as it becomes clearer that marketing or brand and performance or you know, advertising and promotion or you know, sales and marketing, whatever you call it, need to work much closer together. But I also think it's, it's a, a reflection of the pressures on these businesses yeah. to deliver short-term immediate kind of revenue increments and revenue growth yeah. targets. I mean, the, the Coca-Cola company was always about long-term brand building. That's yeah. what, you know, the marketeers did there. Yeah. Now it's about, you know, how can you identify sources of growth and exploit those as quickly as you possibly can. Yeah. So is there a role for a CMO anymore, a chief marketing officer? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think the requirements of that chief marketing officer has changed, certainly within the FMCG category. They need to be far more uh, astute at understanding the return on that marketing investment yeah. um, and understanding the value that that brings to incremental business growth. Yeah. So that leads us really nicely on to just thinking about then what the implications of that are for media. Yeah. So with greater scrutiny and accountability on the CMO stroke chief growth officer, That's right. if I say yeah. that right, um, what, what are the implications then? If you're a media, global media director of a big brand or a new chief media officer, what does that mean? I think that's an, an empowering role, right? So the, the, the media director needs to, as we've discussed before, be, be more accountable and responsible for the return of his media investment. Yeah. If now he's operating within a marketing ecosystem that uh, is having greater focus on return on marketing investment, yeah. that can only mean that there requires a greater collaboration between your marketing leader, whether he or she is a chief growth officer or a CMO, yeah. and your media leader. Because yeah. it's, it's the media people that will be able to uh, hold marketing's greatest investment, which is media, to account. Yeah. And that's the thing, because it's so much money. Yeah. You know? And we, we've been talking a lot about you know, media needing to be more strategic, about marketers need to take more control of decision-making in, in media and hold it to greater account. Um, you know, we're seeing that in, in lots of the projects that we've been working on this year and in exactly that space, bringing marketing and sales closer together, defining new operating models, um, and then setting an ambition for what that investment is supposed to be driving, and then thinking about yeah. how you work with agencies and vendors and everybody else in the supply chain. And I think what binds them all, what's really common, is businesses now gathering data, yeah. starting to do some really good kind of analytics, understanding the value of media that's right. as an investment in driving a business outcome. Yeah. And that's incredibly empowering, right, for the, for the media director and the chief media officer when they've got that kind of scrutiny now coming yeah. from their... That's right. Kind of marketing. And we've, and we've, we've discussed in the past whether 
the chief media officer or a media leader and the CMO, the chief marketing officer, is a complementary skill set or whether yeah. they conflict with each other. Yeah. I mean, this has to be uh, the perfect opportunity to have both of these kind of specialists working really closely together. Yeah, it's good. So it sounds like good news. I think the changing role of the CMO has got to be a good thing, driving greater accountability onto media investment, and that's good for you know, both media directors and agencies and everybody else in the supply chain, I think, to just really prove the value now. Um, okay, uh, finally, before we go, question of the day. Right. Question of the day is, Will we see more chief growth officers yep. replacing the traditional CMO? Yes. Uh, the answer is either yes, no, or maybe. Very good. Okay, uh, leave your answer in the poll up on the top and we'll review them next week. But that's all for this week. Thank you very much for watching. Bye for now. Have a good weekend. Okay, so that needs us. <laughs> you do with me. I've been staring at that camera for hours.